Today's readings, uh, as, we, as we're continuing through this Advent season, um, Advent's always a time of great anticipation, right? It's always a good time of looking forward, of kind of counting down, quite literally, the days until Christmas. There's a spiritual component to that of us preparing ourselves, and that's what we hear today from in the gospel with, with John the Baptist, this whole idea of preparation. Now, whenever we go on and we're preparing for something, I think a lot of us at some point, anytime we're preparing for something big, we hit a point of kind of a wall. And it's like, I don't feel like preparing anymore. Just let the thing get here. And our patience gets tried and whatnot. I think of it this way. Um, when I was a kid, played baseball. Love playing baseball. Beginning of the season was the funnest time in the world because I got all my new stuff. We'd go to the mall, I'd go get a new pair of cleats, got to get the new pairs of baseball pants that mom's going to be scrubbing for the next three months, and it's going to be great because orange clay dirt and white pants don't get along. <laughs> Probably going to need to get a new bat, which is always fun because you got to get the most expensive, best, awesome new model with like Wi-Fi on it, right? Like it's got to be the best thing in the world. Got to have the new bat, possibly a new glove, Got to get the wristbands and the batting gloves, which I'm going to lose anyway, but hey, I got to get them. And I go out there looking like, I'm, looking like I'm trying to be, I don't know, Mike Trout or some kind of great ball player. And I was dressed up like I was like an all-star. I didn't quite play like that, right? Dressed up for the majors and playing like the minors. But I remember going out there and having all this stuff, and there was an excitement because all of this stuff was new and I could put it to use. And then when I get out on the ball field, guess what? The most expensive bat worked the same way as the not most expensive bat. And the brand new cleats were still running just as slow as the old cleats, right? And the new pants protected my knees just as well as the old pants did. But there was an excitement about using the new stuff because it was a new time. But as the season progressed, I realized more and more that, you know what, it was fun, but practice wasn't. Running wasn't. Still isn't, as you can tell. Um, but over the course of the season, like, there was just this kind of like, the zeal would kind of run dry. It would kind of wear down. Today in our scriptures, we hear over and over again from the first reading to our second reading into our gospel, this idea of, look, persist through the wall. Like persist through that time where we're going to feel like, man, you know what? My momentum is just done. Push through it. The whole first reading is Baruch, the prophet, talking to Israel and saying, this is what's going to happen. So keep pushing. Keep going. John the Baptist's entire mission in the New Testament is calling for it, saying the Messiah is coming. Keep going. Don't eject. Just keep going. I think all of us at some point or another hit that wall at some point in our life. If, you've not, if you don't think you have, and you've ever thought about doing this, then you might, this might sound like you. Like, I remember one day I decided I was going to start reading the Bible. 
And I was going to start reading the Bible more. Now, I was a college student, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, I'm going to read the Bible a little bit every day. So what did I do? Well, the first thing I went to do is I went buy a new Bible, because the four of them I had in my house were not good enough, right? I had to get a new one. Then, because I had a new Bible, well, you know what? Before I start reading my new Bible, I need, like, a new journal, because all the, 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 the 18 notebooks I got sitting on my shelf, they're not good enough. So I went and I went painstakingly find the right journal. After I went find the right journal, I was like, man, I'm ready to read the Bible. I sit down and I'm like, wait, wait. I need the right ink pen to write in the right journal that I'm going to use when I pray in the right Bible. There was an over-preparing that was keeping me from moving at all. The one thing I never, I didn't do for a month was I didn't actually pray or read the Bible more. I think all of us at some point in our faith life, we could think, man, you know what? It would be fantastic to be able to talk to that person about my faith. Like that person that's in my family that like just doesn't believe or is kind of controversial. Or that person that's at work that always seems to have questions and they come to me because they know I go to Mass on Sunday. It would be awesome if I could just share my faith with them. I have a question, what's stopping us? Like a lot of times I think what ends up stopping us in those ways, what ends up being that wall is that we don't feel like we're prepared. I need the perfect stuff around me to be able to do that well. I need the perfect things in my life to be able to do that well. I need to not be sinning at all. I need to be a saint before I could ever say a word. Every one of us, in some way, shape, or form, is called this week, for example, to share the gospel. Every one of us is called this week to share the same good news that John the Baptist did. John the Baptist found himself, he didn't look like he was prepared. He was a prophet standing out in the desert wearing camel's hair and eating bugs. If you, don't, if you don't know that, go look at Scripture. It's true. He's standing in the desert, basically has all these, pro, all these people coming to him because he's a prophet, pointing to Jesus Christ, saying, make straight the, like, prepare the way, make straight the paths. The Messiah's coming. And he was just proclaiming his belief, proclaiming his faith. And he was looking rough. He didn't look like an educated person. He didn't look clean and put together. He had a beard, camel's hair, and was eating bugs. But he was convicted of what he was saying. He was willing to push through with persistence through that, through that barrier, through that wall. As we come into Advent, this Advent season, we might have a Magnificat or some other book or some other reflection that has been like feeding us and we've been walking with and it's awesome, great. But as our energy kind of slows down, as that anticipation for the end seems like it's longer and longer away and it's starting to be kind of tried and it's start, starting to become too much and we're starting to get distracted with everything else in our life, 
whether it be family, whether it be Christmas presents, whether it be a stupid elf, right? Whatever it is that can be distracting us at times from the Lord, from this time of preparing, make straight the way, clear the paths. Let this time be a time where we heed John the Baptist's call and persist in our preparation for the Lord. Let this time be a time, these last few weeks as we approach, let, like as we approach Christmas, as we approach it with that great anticipation that we hope, that we prepare, that whenever the Lord comes at Christmas, He comes into our life in a new and profound way. That He comes into my heart and into yours in a way that changes us. When we persist through, when we persist through those times that just kind of pull us back, those times where our energy starts to kind of wane, those times where we just start to get tired or distracted, that's where the Lord works. Like, that's where the Lord wants to carry us. That's where the Lord really wants to be with us. So as we continue in this Advent season, May we remain faithful to that anticipation, like excited and with that zeal of the anticipation for Christmas, for the Christ child. But may we also be aware of those times when our energy may wane. We may need to push push through with holy perseverance. Amen.